Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah, we welcome you to this program, the advices segment. And today it will be with Mulana Dakir. Bismillah, Dhamad Barakatuh. The date today is the 5th of Jumad al Akhirah, 1445, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 19th of December 2023. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hazrat Mulana. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you, Alhamdulillah. It's good to have you. Our listeners were missing you. How is um, everything? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And the weather in Clarkstow, I believe you're back in Clarkstow. Gee. Gee. It, uh, it, it's really, Alhamdulillah. It's really, really nice. Oh, mashallah. We also got the news earlier that uh, in Gaza, at the moment in Gaza, it's also raining. And um, the water is beneficial for the people because they blocked off the water. So they are taking benefit from the water that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given directly from the skies. So mashallah, Mulana, today we discuss about the youth and of course we'll just dedicate it to the youth inshallah. So this, normally they call it the festive season, the festive period, but others say it's the silly season, which is more correct because people lose their they lose their brains they just do whatever they feel you know what we're going on a holiday so we just need to party we just need to do all of this how can the youth protect himself from all the fit and especially during this time and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us the greatest gift, which is Iman. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us with Iman. And we even ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from all the things which take a person away from Iman. Amen. And most importantly, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take us from the dunya of complete Iman. Amen. I think the first step to a person staying away from Muntarat and Fahishat immoralities and anything which is just like in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the remedy in the Quran and that is Utluma kitab wa salah that read the Quran and establish salah in the salat tanha anil fahsha wal munkar because indeed the salah will take you away and make you stay away and save you from immorality and save you from actions which are just like in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And secondly, when we discuss our reading of Quran, it should be with love for the Quran such that a person should become the friend of the Quran and he should take the Quran as a friend in his family in this world. That this is my friend and keep it as a friend that the day that he does not speak to his friend or he does not touch his friend or he does not have some company with his friend, mm. then uh, it was it was said to Hazrat Abbas عنه, that uh, he came and he told the Sahaba عنه, that I spoke to Allah today. So they asked him, how can you even speak to Allah? 
So he says, no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was speaking to me when I read the Quran. Hmm. So when a person hears the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then inshallah it will be, it will help him from going away and please him from all the actions which are just like the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the company of the Quran is the best and it is the kalam of Allah and you are in the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's kalam. And secondly is the salah which has to be performed on time and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it such that you cannot perform the salah before time, after time. It has to be performed on time. And the salah is such that some people have the wrong concept of salah and they say that we have to establish, we have to read our salah or just get it done. But rather the salah has to be in such a way that a person when he establishes salah, he has to stay in the state of salah from one salah to the next salah. So example, a person reads Fajr salah, and in Fajr salah, how he was, his submission was towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and how he had the lowering of his gaze in his salah, in his salah, how he praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and said, I will only speak from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and how he asked for guidance in Mustaqim in Salah, just like that out of Salah, from Fajr to Zahar, he should keep in mind what he was saying in Salah, and he should practice on it till the next Salah. People ask and say that, إِنَّ الْسَلَاةِ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ It saves you from all immorality actions, and it saves you from the dislike actions by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but many people read Salah, but they are still in the same state. And that is, the answer to that is because there is too much contradiction in what you are saying in Salah and what you are doing after Salah. For example, we take Surat Al-Ladina Namta Alayhim, Wairin Mawdubi Ahlihim This is a surah that we recite in every single Salah, in every single Salah. And Allah guide me to the straight path the path of those who have favored, not those who have, who, have, who have anger has gone upon and those who have went astray. So a person will say that in Salah, but when he comes out of the masjid, his actions and his blessing will be like those who is seeking refuge from. Hmm. So I think the first thing should be that a person should keep his Salah on time and he should recite his Quran daily. Okay. And secondly, Whoever gives me the tidings that he will look after his that which is between his two toes, which is his tongue, and look after that which is between his two legs, and which is between his two thighs, I will give him the tidings of Jannah. So if a person looks after these two things, because a person will come to his friends and he will start speaking and making ribat and he will start speaking of things which are just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, maybe speaking about a woman. And so if he looks after his tongue, a person can maybe start speaking about something good instead of something bad. And the best way of a person coming to this point where he stopped all and uh, he, he looks after himself in his actions when he's with uh, his, his friends or his family, is that he should be conscious and practice and work on 
what he really wants to speak on for the rest of his life. So a person, when he is conscious, he will start speaking that which he wants until he becomes a habit in his life. And the third thing, and most importantly, and that is every single one in this world, maybe an alim, maybe a non-alim, maybe a youth, maybe an old person, it has become such that we need a phone with us. But this phone, obviously, it has benefits. But the bad which we get from this phone is far more than what the good benefits we get from it. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said in the hadith, as it hadith radiallahu anhu hadith, it's in Mishkat, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, تعرض الفتن على القلوب فالحصير عودا عودا that there will be a time in which the fitness will come into the ummah like a stromat عودا عودا one after the other one stick after the other فأي قلب أشربها نكتت فيه نكتة سوداء whichever heart take in the fitna there will be a black spot spotted on his heart وأي قلب أنكرها and whichever heart stays away from it and dislikes it, nukitat fihi nuktatun bayba'a, and then there will be a white spot spotted on the person's heart, hatta tasiru ala qalbain, until it becomes two different hearts. Al-awwal, Mustafa, the first heart will be like a thin rock, white, and the other will be a black heart, فالكوزي مجفيا like a upside down cup لا يعرف معروفا ولا ينكر منكرا it won't be able to differentiate what is good and what is bad like a upside down cup you cannot tell anything in it so it was asked the question that how are the fitness going to come like a stromer and it will do this to the heart so he answered the question and he said that if you go into your phone and you open your Instagram, or you open your Facebook, or you open your Twitter, or you open your YouTube, every screen you take is a fitna. One after the other, you will see like a throw the fitna is coming. And you will scroll and it will go. You will scroll and there will be a fitna. You will scroll and there will be a fitna. And whichever heart takes in this, you look at it, you observe it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that in the sun our basra wal fuad kullu ulaika kana anhu mas'ula that your eyes, your ears and your heart you will be questioned about it and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions these two things, these three things so, so, so in such a way specifically in the sun our basra wal fuad your ears your eyes and your heart and that is because these are the three things which a person takes benefit from and harm. He can listen to something, from that listening it will stay in his heart. He can look at something, from that looking it will stay in his heart. So the second thing I think most important on that is the phone. Because many a time we neglect people around us, whilst we are sitting in front of so many people, and we are neglecting so many around us because we are busy with someone in the other part of the world. Or seeing someone we don't even know on the phone, which is just entertaining the world, and we are not even entertaining the person which is in front of us. So the first is Salah, inshallah, 
which a person should keep on steadfast and in the correct manner with khushu and khudu. And the best way to bring khushu in the inside of our salah is that our our posture and our outer salah should be correct and through that, inshallah, our inner will also become correct. And the second is recitation of Quran. And the best time for that is in the Quran, in Fajr, Iqan, and at the time of Fajr, before Fajr, after Fajr, the best time to recite the Quran. And before we speak, you know, Nabi Al-Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said how many benefits there are for a person to recite Quran, 10 ayat, if a person reads, if a person reads this much, if a person reads so much, how much things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how much reward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him. And the third is to stay away from the phone and to look after our tongue and look after that which is between our ties. Uh, for that advice. As you're speaking now, I was just thinking about where you mentioned about the Quran Sharif and how we should attach ourselves to the Quran Sharif. That in Madrasa, I don't know if you remember, we did that one lesson where it was, uh, I think the name of it was Kitabi, my Kitab. And it spoke about all of how the Kitab is my friend and how the Kitab is my companion. And, and then it gave you all the examples of how the kitab doesn't harm you but a friend can harm you and all of mm. us so how important is it also that we attach ourselves to reading and reading that which is correct like you mentioned first quran sharif and then also reading about for example now palestine what's happened all the the mubarak lands the history of of palestine and to know all these facts and where we find that our Muslimin today, they, they barely know much about what's, what's, what has happened previously. They don't know even, they just think that Palestine, it's because of the land that has been stolen. But they don't understand, I'm speaking about the youth, they don't understand that it's much more to it. It's Majul Aqsa, it's Anbiya Muslim, prayed Salah there, all of this. So how can we equip ourselves to reading more? So one very beautiful thing uh, our Ustad Mulana Bukutus used to tell us and that is Sabse kam parne wali qawm woh hai jin ke liye pehla lafz hai ikra The nation and the ummah which is reading the less in this era is the ummah for whom the first word that was revealed from Allah was ikra read And in that first lesson of Wahi, which came to Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq, khalaq al-insana min alaq, Iqra' wa rabbuka al-akram, alladhi allamakit alaq. Here three things to us that Iqra' means read, and second time it comes again, Iqra' wa rabbuka al-akram, and read again. And after that, Allama bil-qalam, and read which is written in the books, so which is which has been taught with the books. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also gives us so many examples from Quran about how to take heed from the past, which means important so many stories which is there not for entertainment but rather for lessons for the Ummah, and that is to read the history of Islam. Because history always repeats itself. And a person becomes more aware 
and how to fight it when he comes into the same condition of history. So, uh, for the youth, and especially for the youth, it is very important for us to acknowledge and know and to stand up and to become strong Muslim and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum at a young age, how they fought for Islam, and the, 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 the goal of the, of the enemies are that we have to destroy the youth so later on the youth cannot grow up and fight against us hmm. because they understand the power of the youth of Islam. If you look in Gaza, if you look in, 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 in Palestine, what is happening, and small, small young children are happy, they are smiling, they don't have food, you know, that is the that is demand where you where you say that you know uh, the raw in, in, in the raw was the in goodness and badness they are happy they are happy with the iman which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them their hearts are given to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person doesn't know when his son is dying, a person doesn't know when he is dying, but they are ready to fight for the place. Nowadays if a person comes to rob us in South Africa, even if it's a youth then he will give himself away so quickly. Here is an old army against the Muslimin, which has not so much weapons like the other, but they are giving their lives because they have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with them. And because they know they are on truth, so they can fight about it. And the youth are doing such a good job that Allah Akbar, the, the, I, I even heard about the Israeli soldiers who are, who are saying that now we are suffering, it seems like we are fighting ghosts. <laughs> This is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming to the youth. And when the youth comes in, they know that the destruction is near because the youth are the ones when they are in Jama'ah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help is with them. So I think history is very important to learn and to learn about the history of Palestine, to learn about the, if by learning the history of Palestine and the history of what has happened will bring in a person more courage and a person more hatred for the enemies of Islam. And that is very important because until we do not bring that, uh, bring that which they have for us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't written hidayah for them, then we need dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might destroy them from our hands. Because then we can see the victory of Muslimin. Dakir, yes, this weekend um, we went for one jalsa and I think you'll appreciate this also because you are teaching the youth um, Hifs, Quran Sharif. So the Mufti Sahib at the Madrasa, he said after he made dua, everything, the jalsa was complete. And then he said, I just want to say one thing that you see in Gaza what's happening now and what the Jews are how they are treating our Palestinians but if there's these same very Jews, the enemies they have to see what's happening here in South Africa they will they, it will be a big blow to them they will be burning because they won't understand how this is happening there they're killing and young boys probably 13, 14 what beautiful recitation they complete the Quran Sharif in two days. They did Khatam in two days, Imtihan in two days. Only two mistakes in the entire Quran. It must have been, I, I think the most they must have been was 13 years of age. So this alone is a miracle for, it's a miracle in itself, what we are seeing here in South Africa. Youth being completing the Quran Sharif 
and they were killing, trying to demolish, trying to yuriduna a youthful Nurullah. They want to extinguish the light of Allah. But here, how beautiful the rest of the world also. So many people are waking up. I spoke to one white person the other day also. He said, you know what? When I see all of this, I want to learn more about Islam because I know this is truth. And the more they tackle or the, the more they want to attack Islam, the more I want to learn about what is this beautiful religion of Islam. So here, one last important thing, brother, before we leave you, we've got just three minutes left. How do we keep our identity as a Muslim? Just say the youth are going somewhere innocently. And there are ways. I remember the best holiday I had with my one uncle was we used to read, he used to wake us up. We were small boys. We used to, used to wake us up for Fajr. Then after that, we used to have Talim. Then after that, we used to go to a beach where it was totally private. Like, you know, there was no people secluded. And the water at that time in the morning is so warm. It was unbelievable. So you can have a clean fun. You can have clean fun without breaking the laws of Sharia. So how do we keep that identity of a Muslim? The best and the only way I think in that is following the Sunnah of Nabi Akram And the more in the in the in the in the in the root cause of all sin, which is the eyes. If a person can keep on the Sunnah of Nabi Akram because a person if he is on Sunnah, it will give him to faith to read his Salah on time. It will give him to faith when the Salah comes into him and he just knows his gaze then automatically, wherever he goes, if he is uncomfortable, when he knows the sunnah, well, his sunnah in his life will contradict in the actions of others, he will move away from them. And he will look for options where he will be happy and where he can also make amal on sunnah. And this will come inside him automatically. So the first thing is sunnah, even if a person can just start with a basic sunnah to say, Alhamdulillah, I've drank water, at the beach, even if you will say Alhamdulillah, and that Alhamdulillah will say, Allah has given me so much, so good, how can I even do this? Hmm. Just so, by making amal on Sunnah and lowering a person's gaze, I think is the most two important things, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan, Mullah Dhakir. We appreciate your time. Uh, please make dua for us as well. As well as maybe just, we've got 30 seconds. Any lasting advices before we meet you again? Man, I think just the most important thing right now in the world is is make the outlook of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I, 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 heard, I read a story once, it's just a short one, and that is a person went to a mentor, a sheikh. He went to him at the river, he was sitting at the shore, and he came to him and told him that, uh, sheikh, I want to become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the sheikh told him that he took his head and put it in the water, in the river, until he could not breathe anymore. And before he fell unconscious, he took him out. And he started telling the sheikh, I came to seek some knowledge, how I can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is what you are doing to me. When he breathed, he got back into his normal state. The sheikh told him, what did you want the most when you were in the water? He said, I wanted air. He said, if I brought the whole world on one side, and A on one side, what would you have taken? He said, I would have taken A. He said that you are never doing the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until you do not want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how you wanted that A. Mm -hmm. Subhanallah. 
that's exactly how we should be. Our focus should be that at every second, every minute, focusing on how we can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakumullah khairan muladhaqir for this valuable advices. Make dua for us. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.